Good morning, ladies and gents, and welcome back to Every Given Sunday. We know it's been a while. We know you've been looking for us. Don't worry. We're here for the stuff you need. I'm here with Brandon Harewood, Michael Tilly. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm just phenomenal. Yeah, doing good, man. Doing good. It was a great season. Excited to get to our first full off season of, of the show. A lot yeah. of research is going to go into it. Yeah, first full all we get to touch on our first full season is off season as fantasy football analysts. You know, last year we started in July. Um, so this year, yeah, it feel good to kind of give you, you know, a rundown, you know. I feel like now I could get into more stuff like dynasty leagues and little things like that. Just little questions. Um, but yeah, uh, this week it'd be a little different. We're not going to like get into any off season stuff yet. We're more so going to, I guess you could say give out our yearly awards and a little bit of projections for next year, stuff like that. Um, but because there's not really any news or notes I need to tell you, <laughs> I mean, uh, that matters for your lineups this week. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this. Uh, we can – yeah, we'll start with our players of the week for um, week 17. I'm assuming most people played their championship then, but who knows? Maybe some people didn't. Uh, Brandon, yours is probably my favorite. You can – because it's something I want to say. You can go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, my guy was Rashad Penny, the running back of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he played against Detroit. It was a great matchup. Um had high expectations coming into that week. Uh, and he was the number one running back on the week. He ended up having 170 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, um, 31 and a half fantasy points. I mean, it was just crazy. Um, and really just over the last, like, few weeks of the season, like, he's really – he really went off, honestly. I mean, he finished with 26. He had a five-point game, but then he had 19 and then 31. So, uh yeah, it's pretty crazy season for Rashad Penny. Um, I'm actually excited for him next season. Um, because the look, I mean, he honestly looks he looked honestly better than Chris Carson, if we're being honest, or any other running back that's been in Seattle um in recent years. So it's gonna be interesting going into next year's draft for him. Yeah, for me, um like I said, I I really try not to take put I'm sorry, put a week 18 stats into my end-of-the-year stats. I don't know how some people feel about that. Um, but even if you did, he played Arizona, who was top 10. He finished with 25 points. So, yeah, they're just impressive. And the one trend that I did notice, you know, when you said he had five in that one little five-game stretch, I mean, that's the only game he got below 15 carries. So, yeah. any game gotten above 15 carries, he's gotten 20 points or more. Yeah, it's actually – it's funny because I texted Brandon – before the championship game. And I said, are you really going to like trust Rashad Penny to potentially win you the championship? And I, now looking back on it, it's a dumb comment, but at the time it wasn't because if you're, you know, you're looking at your lineup championship week and you're rolling out Rashad Penny, you are hoping for what happened because you, you couldn't guarantee that it was going to happen just because of how inconsistent uh, the Seahawks run offense typically is. Yeah, I'll go ahead and get into mine. Um, mine's no surprise here. My player of the week for championship week was Jamar Chase. Uh, if you had him on your team and you lost, draft a better team next year because Jamar Chase had 50 fantasy points in championship week. Yes, that's um, 57. Well, 50 and a half. Um, 
absolutely torched the Chiefs, 256 and 3. I mean, yeah, that's, col- that's, that's college numbers. That's high video game numbers. numbers. Like, yeah. <laughs> was, he was just playing with them. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't, there's like, like I said, we're just recapping championship week. There's not much to say about it, but if you played a championship in week 18, though, he folded for you. He gave you 3.6. Um, but that was, I, I blame that partially because Joe Burrow, he probably didn't play. I didn't watch the game. He probably didn't play as much. Joe Burrow didn't play. Um, oh, yeah. They didn't They didn't really play much of their starters that game. So this they lost, is why they you lost to, like the Browns or something. You need to play your championship week 17. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to add my commissioner in another league, but you suck for used to for making me used to not do that. Um, anyhow. But, yeah, Chase is a uh... – now my thing is – Y'all know I always say this. When they have those 50-point games, I don't think it was, like, a big skew, but it definitely changes where he would have ended up if he would have had, like, 17, I think. At least I think. Um, I would have to check the gap between him and the next guy. But it was impressive. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. If you had him – if you, like, if you didn't have a top two seed and you had to play him when he played Denver, I don't know how you won that game. He put up less than one point. But if you did – he was very – he was working in the semifinals. <laughs> he gave you 16 against the Ravens, and he gave you 50 against the Chiefs. So, is this the best rookie receiver we've ever seen? I know we're asking, uh, after asking the same question last year. Second, yeah. second behind Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't think back, like, on, like, all-time history. I'm not that much of an NFL nerd yet. But, yeah, I mean, in, in recent years, I mean, this is definitely incredible. Like he's so him with Jefferson and Dynasty Leagues. Yeah, next yeah, five, I like Jefferson. They, we'll they're both, yeah, we'll they're both similar later. guys. Yeah, I mean, Jefferson, he's yeah, he just different, different man. too. You just watch yeah. Jefferson, he's different. You just can't guard him. But uh, this guy, I mean, Jamar Chase is doing is incredible as well. I mean, even like he, if you look at his receptions on a on a weekly basis, he's really not even catching the ball that many times. He has that like. Tyreek Hill ability where he's just going to like burn off on a streak route um, at least at least once or twice every game. So it's like this has to be the least amount of catches for, for 14. Literally 150 yards. He only, he only has 81 catches. Who the puts deep, up almost 1,500 yards on 80 catches? Yeah, I've been watching him the last few weeks. I'm like, his deep ball is only a cheat code. It's like he can time the ball so well in the air. It's just crazy. So no, literally when I'm watching him my main problem is that, like, okay, like, even if you break down, like, I guess, what's the word I'm trying to use? How often he would catch a touchdown? 16% of the time he caught a touchdown. And that's really what I'm saying. Like, every six catches, he, yeah. every six catches he's going to score a touchdown. <laughs> that is insane. Like, And it's like, you think it's a fluke every week, and it's like, he keeps doing it. And I'm just like, and it looks easy. So, it's like, I don't even know how I feel about him. So, it's going to be weird drafting him next year. So, it's like, I don't know. He's the other thing is, you mentioned the Tyreek Hill thing. It's like he, he's not small either. He's six foot two oh one. Yeah, like that's that's a good amount of weight to be burning guys with. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, there was there was one play. I know yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> there was one play he caught like a slant. And he yeah, like he just took <laughs> off on everybody, and I was like, everybody had an angle when he caught the ball, and then as soon as he started running, bro, it was just like, no, yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, bro. you don't. There's no angle. No, that's the worst. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't think he had that gear. Like, I was watching, and I started yeah. smiling. I was like, hold up. I was like, everybody had him. He just split them. So, I mean, I don't know. He's special. For me, next five years, and if I was in the Dynasty League, 
I would take Jamar Chase. But that's just because I think Burrow tries to get him involved more so in the red zone. That's just my opinion. So I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead to my guys. I'm not gonna lie, either he could have helped save your season if you were fighting those last couple of weeks, six weeks, or he could have won your championship either one. And that would be a Monroe St. Brown. Um, he put up 31 and a half in the championship game. I don't, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand where this came from. I'm not saying like he didn't have good games in the beginning of the year, but I mean, like I said, in the championship game, he finished what? There we go. 11 targets, eight catches, 111 in touch. Like I said, and then on top of that, like what really interests me when I picked him up at the end of the year, one, two, three, four, five, in the last six games, he had 10 targets or more. Yeah, like, score, he scored if, almost every game, too. I'm looking at it right now. If, if somebody knows a website, then I'm still trying to get better at learning websites for my stats, that can tell you, like, just the targets from the last six weeks of the season, I would actually like to know who's over him. Yeah, yes. He has over almost 70 targets in six weeks. I don't that's, – that's insane. So, for me, my question is, like, where are y'all at with this going into next year? Because oh, hear me out. Before the end of the season, he had a rookie season. He had some ups. He had some downs. He had he had like two or three double digit games. So it wasn't like he didn't show you anything before then. He was eighth in targets uh, on the last week. Now, I'm, could you tell me the last six weeks um, of the season? Okay. Let me look. Would y'all pick him over Terry McLaurin next season? Yes. In the draft? Say that one more time. Would you pick him over Terry McLaurin? Oh, I'm sorry. I did the wrong week. Week 17, he was. If Terry McLaurin had, I honestly mean this, like, Jared Goff probably is a great over Taylor Heineke. So, yeah, he had a, yeah. Yeah. And I, I get I get St. Brown every game was not with Jared Goff. And that's what, that's what impressed me more, though. He was doing this with Tim Boyle. So it's like at least he's showing you he can do this. He's nice. Like he's just nice. <laughs> what about like would you pick him over both Seattle uh wide receivers? I would not pick him over Lockett. Okay. So you you're right you're um, right around there with him. He's like around Lockett. Yeah, uh, I think that's the range like round five ish why I start like, you know, looking yeah. around. But my problem is if I'm the Lions Gene, I get it's not like the first thing you need to address with your first pick. That receiving room is awful. There's yeah. no way they go into next season with that same amount of same weapons, and he's just a the guy. There has to be something else, at least an attempt to make it feel like they're trying. Now we're going to go ahead and get into our next segment today. And today for you guys, we got uh, just some kind of questions we're asking each other, you know, just kind of – and we have not discussed these with each other out loud, so need, we don't know each other's answers. Um, more so about who surprised you at kind of each position in the top ten, you know, giving you a different feel of guys we didn't. Like that really just shocked us. They ended up in there. So yeah, let's start off with. Uh, why not? We'll just start off with quarterback. That's what we always do. Uh, anybody want to go? Now we're gonna get into the top ten <laughs> or guys that surprised us the most. The top ten in each position um, this year, and we are just doing weeks one through seventeen. We don't include week eighteen over here just because we don't play championships at that time of the season. So I'm just gonna read the top ten, and these guys can tell me, and I'll tell you my uh, biggest surprise. But number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Justin Herbert. Number three, Tom Brady. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, Joe Burrow. Six, Matt Stafford. Seven, Aaron Rodgers. Eight, Jalen Hurts. Nine, Dak Prescott. And ten, Kyler Murray. I'll go ahead. Um, I'm not surprised 
about any of the top 10, to be honest with you. Like none of it is like the other positions where you're surprised, but I will say I'm surprised that Tom Brady ended up finishing as number three. Um, I was not expecting that just because he's an old man. He was quarterback one for most of the season. And uh, yeah, like I guess you'd say Joe Burrow is a surprise, but we had him in our top. I think we had him at like 11 or 10 anyway preseason. So it's not – like I said, none of these – we had pretty much all these guys in the top ten. Stafford was right on the edge. Um, I'm personally not that surprised about any of them. Yeah, I mean, I did have high expectations of Tom, but we did have him ranked kind of lower in, I think. We had him with, like, QB8 or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, with those weapons, he just kind of made it look easy this season. Um I was also surprised by, like, Jalen Hurts as well. I mean, I was excited for him. I knew of his upside, but I think he was a quarterback, like, going into the draft. Like, a lot of people were a little, like – He was on the fringe top 12. Yeah, people were a little scared to commit to him as their QB1. Like, he's somebody people were picking up as their backup most of the time. So, um, it looked like he was able to do that. Not saying it was easy for him, but, like, he looked pretty comfortable as like a QB one, like for a fantasy option. And he has no weapons at all. So they had any weapons to that team. Like I'm very, I'm very excited for Jalen Hurts future is what I'm saying. Uh, most surprising thing for me would be. Okay. is I, I don't know how many second year players finished number two. Um, yeah. Justin Herbert is just special. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of guys in recent years for me, recently years that like those first two years I watch and I say like, usually I'm not this type. I love people that can run and he can't run, but the way he throws the ball is actually just insane to me. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think I've seen an arm like that. Like, yes, I know Patrick Mahomes can do all these crazy throws, but when, when Herbert does like those 80 yard bombs, bro, they just be on a dot. And it's always to some unknown guy. No disrespect to you, Jalen guy, you know, whoever you are, but, um, Bro, who's the last sophomore to throw for 5,000 yards? Like, that's crazy. 5K as a sophomore? And I get a lot of that is just coach being dumb going forward on fourth down, so he just puts in bad positions and down early in games sometimes. But, yeah, for me, that's probably my biggest surprise. I agree. Uh, Burrow is tough because I'm not, like, super, super shocked that he finished in the top five, but I definitely – like Tilly said, we had him in our consensus top 12, but I still think number five is kind of shocking for him to finish, like, top five of the position. That still wasn't easy. Especially when you look at the guys he was over. A lot of those guys have real running upside. So, I mean, I think that should at least be accounted for more, at least more impressive to me. Um, I don't know about y'all, but Kyler was kind of weird for me, the way he fell all the way down to number 10. Like, he barely made it to the top 10. It was really a – that yeah. should just tell you a lot about his season. Same with Russ. Russ finishes 19. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Ew. But most, I mean, some of that is to injury. Like, Russ I know Kyle, well, Kyler yeah. missed games and Russ did miss games. Lamar missed games. So, I mean, that kind of knocked them off. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess you're hoping for better things next season from the, from those guys. Is it is is it over for for the Matt Ryan fantasy? I mean, he he was pretty bad this year. I mean, over last year. 
As I said, I think it's been over as the reliant as a starter. Yeah. But I don't think it's over to stream him occasionally because the right matchup. Matt and Ryan, yeah. honestly, at, th- at this point in time, would probably be better for y'all. I'm not trying to be funny. And what are we doing with Tannehill? Because we had him ranked pretty high. Like, coming I thought somebody had to address it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um. Hear me out. 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 You can say <laughs> it wasn't the best thing. But another He's year. He's a fraud, man. I hear you. I hear you. But hold up. Everybody hold your fucking horses. And keep that in there. Listen. All I'm saying is, I was doing a little bit of research the other day. on There's just some stuff about Tannehill. So I'm on a laptop. You got a broken uh, toe? You can't run? No. You're doing oh. research on Tannehill? Oh, hear me out. You must have been bored. Up. I know it sounds <laughs> disgusting. Everybody hold up, please. But, okay, he still ended the year with 20 passing touchdowns. I know it doesn't sound like a lot. Just let me finish. But this is the second year in a row he finished with seven-plus rushing touchdowns. Okay. Uh, again, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do recall preseason we had a question about oh, his Lord. rushing touchdowns, and both of you were like, I, I don't think he can get there. And I said, yeah, he can. What yeah. was the number? I think we said seven. seven. I think it was, yeah. it was six, or, <laughs> six or seven. Well, congratulations, man. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. And it meant nothing. Anyhow, listen. So the point is, okay, bro, He, my point is, again, this showed the fantasy relevance. The fact that he was still QB 13. There were weeks where it, you didn't lose with him, Yolanda. Like, I don't think there's a week where he Come won. Come on, Joe. You're but, never starting Tannehill. No listen, week. No, but listen. <laughs> I started him the first, like, four, and he folded on okay. me. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with y'all. But I'm saying, okay, there were a lot of games where there was no A.J. Brown and no Julio Jones. Yeah, just, I, I'll give him that. I would just act like he was just going to. He had a bad Adam. roster this year. No Henry, nothing. Like, it was no, bad. And all so, I'm saying I, is, I'll give him what's that. His, give what's him. his excuse for the first? I mean, I guess he wasn't. <laughs> He wasn't pedestrian. I'll give him that. He was never, was he they was, were bad in the beginning of the year. He had 14, 15 the first two weeks. Yeah, they were bad. Remember okay, they had Julio, listen, AJ, listen, and they didn't do I, anything. I'm not mad, but he doesn't call the plays, goddammit. All they do is feed Derrick Henry 80 times a game. Yeah, what he was getting 35, yeah, 35 carries, 37 they carries. Fed, they fed Devontae Freeman, too. <laughs> And then, and then, like, so what do you, I can't get mad at Tanny. Last year, it feel it felt like they gave him more chances without Julio to pass the ball. Yeah. That's just what it felt like. So and are you drafting you, him next year? Maybe as my quarterback. I have to, I have to do some more. I don't even this. want him as my QB two. Okay, but I'm saying, okay, so imagine instead of 20 touchdowns, but that was a 13 touchdown decrease. That's a big like regression. There has to be yeah. some middle ground coming back. Okay. Okay, let's say he throws for 26 or 27. I guarantee you he's a top 10 QB right now. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. saying 12-point, 14, 11-point games. Like, and, and that's what I'm saying. But imagine Carson Wentz numbers. I don't one win. more touchdown in each of those games gives you like yeah. 20, 21. I'm just saying. I have more. I have more respect for that man to compare him to Carson Wentz. <laughs> don't even, this, this don't even get me started on Carson Wentz, who had a QBR of yeah. 4.4 at one point during the game against the worst team in football. Yeah. Um, yeah that's my favorite player. He got the steals in, uh, in the playoffs, so, so thank you. Boy. Well, let's, let's go ahead and get into uh, running backs. Yeah. Who's going to take the obvious? We got t- the top 10. 
We're going where, Brandy, you can take him or I'll take him. What? I'll say it. Cordero Patterson. I don't know how the hell this man's a top 10 running back. This is the obvious. You know what? You can have Cordero. Never mind. Let's start off with what I'm really mad at. Damien Harris. <laughs> no. James Conner. Why was James Conner number five? Hey, is that Gibson you know, in my there? My whole draft strategy is that one is Somebody probably got James Conner for free. I'm looking at it, man. Gibby at 14. These top 10 RBs are kind of mid. Like, this is a mid year for, for running backs. Except Jonathan Taylor almost outscored the RB2 by 100 points almost. I've had I've had leagues with Antonio Gibson. I've had leagues with Nick Chubb. It did not feel like these guys were like <laughs> – Top of the line running backs. I mean, they were good, but like the fact that Zeke is like example. How is Zeke number six? That's what I'm saying. There's no way you can tell me if you couldn't know the numbers, but you just watched the games the last five weeks. There's no way you can tell me he was top. Najee was number four. Zeke finished with 196 fantasy points. You want to know how many that is in 16 games per game? 12.25. Yeah, which is not a bad number, but it's not okay. But like, but it's not not top five. Yeah. When Derrick Henry is in the top 13, that makes no sense. My question is, were we spoiled last year by the production from running backs and we were just expecting something else? Yeah, because usually, I mean, even not even just last year, over the last few years, just like running backs are more consistent. Like It's it's easier to gauge like what a running back is going to do coming into the draft and is a receiver, but like going in next year might be the opposite. If we're being honest, like. I wouldn't I say it's, it's a good question. I don't know if we were, again, I, I don't know if we were spoiled. Derrick Henry was hurt most of the year. CMC was hurt most of the year. Uh, Dalvin just never really looked like himself to me. So. Yeah, I don't know. I have a question. Oh. Zeke has been a top. 10 running back ever since he entered the NFL. A top five, four of those seasons. Are we, are we like, I know that Tony Pollard's there, but are we borderline disrespectful with how we're treating him? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like we treat him anyway. I don't know where we had him rank coming into the season, but I'm pretty oh, sure. I know how I treat him. It was pretty steady. Like, we had, we had a good. We had a good like consensus on Zeke, but well, I, still, can't I mean, when you're looking at his rushing yards, it's not. It's, it didn't look the same this year. I will say that he scored the touchdowns, but he has a lot of 45, 50, 45, 30, 30 yard games. Hey. He just looks stubby to me. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But he's scoring touchdowns. So I'm here know. to slander. Listen, I'm not here for none of that. Listen, this. No, I should have a problem saying this word. Looks like a fat little stub when he's running the ball. It's disgusting. Actually, disgusting watching him. It's literally watching him. And I'm like, ew, your hips look nasty when you try to cut. Don't do that. Just run straight. Anyhow, Tony Pollard has clearly become more relevant. I think it truly just needs to be treated as a thunder and lightning type of thing. Like, like let's stop trying to make it a 70-30 thing. Like, no, it needs to be 60-40 or 55-45, like... Yeah. And honestly, I don't care what people say. I would be more okay drafting Zeke if his price falls that way 
knowing he would be more healthy and more fresh sometimes. That's just me. I would be more okay taking Zeke. Like sometimes. He's going to score 12, 13 touchdowns. I'm saying the, the double-digit touchdowns are inevitable, but the injury seems like they're not inevitable. Or it seems like <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, like, let's talk about it. Another thing. Like, another guy that's very – okay, let's talk about another guy. People don't want to admit it. They're pretty much the same. I'll admit Zeke catches the ball more. What does he do that much better than Damian Harris? But let's have a real conversation. Like, what is somebody tell yeah. me, please? So you drafting Damian Harris over Zeke next season? Your value at the price is their value better, is? in my opinion. That's a hell yes. Yeah. I will take if you tell me because Damian Harris, people are still going to sit here all, all season to say he doesn't catch the ball. People are going to say yeah. they, they don't throw him the ball. Okay. Well, he's probably a walking double-digit touchdown like Zeke. Say, on he's probably going to – his ADP is probably going to be – I say round five. Fourth round. Four what five, do you think like, he can finish, though? Where's his upside? Top ten. I 100% He could be top, top five, honestly. You, you know he reminds me – he's not the same size. I'm not saying he reminds me as a player, but just like the statistical season. He can do what LeGarrette Blunt did every year. Look, yeah. nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. The Patriots are gonna be better next year than they are this year. No, I'm telling you, the this Patriots is Mac are Jones' good. first year. They already made the playoffs. Their defense is solid. Bills figuring it out again. It's and all the times, yeah. And if they were, if he was a top 14 RB this year, I see no world that if they're better next year that he's not. So I honestly think, top 10. I could. See. Do you think touchdown regression is coming? How many uh, do they have? 15. I mean, maybe he may go down to 12. But let me ask you this. Reminder Stevenson. All right. Reminder Stevenson or Tony Pollard. Which which one of those guys do you value more? If I had to have one as a handcuff? Tony Pollard. Yeah. Because mm, Stevenson is good. Probably. Like, I'm say, take a second to think about it. When Stevenson and we're talking here, about, like, guys at the end of the season. Like, that. I think, like, championship game, he had, like, 25 points or something Steven, like that. Steven Sim would have been on that same weeks. level as Rashad Penny, if not better the last couple of weeks. If they yeah, like if Damian Harris wasn't playing at all. That's just my opinion. So like he had 22. He had 22 right. points, and Damian Harris played three all three quarters. Three quarters because the Patriots are good. Like they be blowing teams out. Like they be they will they'll they'll get like three rushing. And why is that gonna change next year? The, the bad yeah. teams are gonna get blown out again. We yeah. can we can move on from running backs in a second, but I have one more name. That was no, like, I know we're talking about top 10. Yeah. Go ahead. The top 24, number 24 at RB2. Can either of you tell me who you think it is without looking? I don't know. I have no clue. Probably 24? RB2, yeah, an RB2. I want to say it was somebody that was good, but they were hurt a lot of the season. Devin Singletary. Okay. Hey, hey. The last the last four weeks. Yeah. Now you 22, 22 carries 16 fantasy points. 12 carries 16. 23 fantasy 23 fantasy points. 23 carries 110 yards and two touchdowns. He scored a touchdown the last five weeks of the season. Hey, hey man. I apologize to Devin Singletary. I, I don't you. I don't. I do apologize. I recognize games and I see games. So, listen, I apologize because it's not that I ever thought Singletary was just like. To your RB2 next year? No. No. 
Hold up, hold up. Let's see what happens in the playoffs. Let's see how that's true. That's true. Let's everybody hold your horses. Yeah, I would say that. And secondly, if he has like the third easiest running back schedule, you seriously tell me you wouldn't be okay if he's your RB two based off how the season ended. I don't want to use my RB two, but him or say Melvin resigns. Him or Melvin as your flex. Give me Melvin. You say if he resigns? If he resigns and Javante's there too. Give me Singletary. I don't know. I mean, I've I mean, this is another thing with like let me see how he I'm, I'm, I'm just going off. I guess I'm trying to I hate doing this because especially as a fantasy analyst, you look like a clown when this happens. But I try to take the last four or five weeks of a season and then kind of assume that's kind of what they want to do with that person next season. Yeah. But that's easier to do when that team doesn't make the playoffs to have that assumption. Because now we're really going to get to see, do they actually, you know, want to use him a certain way? I don't know. I just feel like I get why y'all say Melvin. I I truly do. Like, it's not like I don't understand. But when watching too, I don't, I don't know. Singletary just looked like when they actually fed him. That was the first time last couple of weeks. I was like, okay. I was like, this looks right. I was like, this. I was like maybe the Bills don't need a running back. That's really what I said to myself. But I'm just gonna say, up until that point, Singletary never had that many carries. If you have him that many carries, you see, you saw what happened. That's just how I'm kind of looking at it. Well, now we're gonna go ahead and get into our top ten receivers end of the year rankings, and uh, you know. Just like we did with the other two positions, you know, just kind of give you somebody we're surprised about. Um, maybe even a little disappointed, whichever one y'all want to say. Oh, Debo, nah. Samuel. Oh, oh no. Nah. Oh, Debo. Nah. Wide receiver hold on, hold on. three. Okay, I'm sorry. I knew I was looking at this wrong. I just knew I was. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm still mad. I'm about to get to cooking. But go ahead. No way. Yeah, my surprise is Debo, wide receiver three. Um we didn't even have him in our top 24. I anticipated Brandon Ayuk to take over the role of being the guy. Um, yeah, Debo is different, man. I I don't know what else to say. Like, coming out of college, I knew that he was a freak athlete. But that guy, if you watch him, there was a play uh, I saw on Twitter yesterday. He ran a slant across the middle and then got to the sideline and – was going up against a linebacker and literally lowered his shoulder and drove him into the ground and stayed up and then <laughs> looked, looked at, stood over him and looked at him and walked back to the line of scrimmage. Like, Bro. he's a. No, I agree. I was literally on Twitter. It's funny. Saw a Debo highlight last night, caught a slant, made one dude fall, looked at another dude, went the complete opposite way, kept going. I'm like, hey, yo. I'm like, no, it actually reminds me. You ever just see a high school kid? You like he just better than everybody. Yeah. Like, he, he just he just simply better than everybody. Yeah, eight rushing tuds. Eight huh? rushing touchdowns. So weird. How many total tuds? He has six receiving, eight rushing, fourteen so touchdowns, and over seventeen hundred total yards. Fourteen hundred yeah, receiving, receiving yards. What the world? My point: over seventeen hundred total yards and fourteen touchdowns. I think everybody was was a surprise for me, like in the top five, like. I didn't know Cooper Cup was gonna be that good. I was no saying one that. did. No one did. I didn't know Jamar Chase was gonna be that good. Both of the LSU boys. Wow. And I didn't know Justin Jefferson was gonna be that good. Like, I mean, I knew Justin Jefferson was good, but like, 
I didn't have any of these guys locked in in my top five at all. Didn't I'm even sorry, have like the Tyreek Hill at six feels nasty. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I didn't have Tyreek Hill in any league, so I don't know how that felt. But I didn't have him either. From my bird's eye view, I didn't think he'd be anywhere near six. Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at his stats; they actually look good. I'm like, they didn't feel good. Like just yeah, like you said, looking at it from the outside of someone who did own them. It didn't seem like, yeah. Shout out to Deontay, you that dude. Yeah, Deontay's we'll, we'll not in there. We'll get there in a minute. We got, we got to get, yeah. get our rankings. Yeah, I'm bit. here to slander again. Why is DK Metcalf in top ten? He turned it on in the last two games. Wait, so both of them? It's time to lock it. What the world? Yeah, I don't get it. We got to lock it a little bit. Tyler Lockett was 19. Like, That's, how did he finish top 10? This is wild. If you guys look at this, it's literally you've got two from Tampa Bay, two from Seattle, two from the Chargers in the top 24, two from Cincinnati. So that's yeah. eight of the top 24 on the same team. The Eagles turned it on the end of the season, too. How do you guys feel about him next season? He only played in 14 games, too. I said it last year. And I'll say it again. If they're going to keep having these these multiple rounds in gap value, I will take Higgins over Jamar Chase every time. Like yeah, It's not I mean, that I believe he's better, but if you're going to keep giving him to me in round five or six and you want Jamar Chase in round two, that's fine. I don't care. You can take Jamar Chase. That's, that's something that would be like a big offseason topic for us. I feel like it's like the gap value of yeah. not reaching for a guy. That's a great example. Like, you're going to probably have to draft Jamar Chase in the second round. And it's the same thing with Justin Jefferson and Thielen. At what point are you okay with having Jamar Jefferson? Like, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about that. Oh, I'll reach for Jefferson. And I'm saying, I have no problem with people that will, but the truth is you probably can get Thielen at the minimum four rounds later probably. I have a name. Would you – do you think the gap value is big enough to draft Mike Williams – well, he's in a contract year, so he's probably going to go somewhere else. So, who knows? Uh, I think the Chargers are going to resign. I about to say he. he I don't he, know. He he also looks like a number he, one though. He he look he look, he does a lot for that. Like okay, if he if he really cares about the team, yeah, he could go somewhere else and be a number one. I I I don't know his ambitions or thoughts. I don't. If he only cares about money, then he can go. You to You don't want him in Baltimore. Yes and no. Because like it's inevitable, he's gonna get hurt at some point. It's inevitable. It's it's, it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I mean, it would be nice if he could prove me wrong. But every year he does it. So like, I don't want another Kenny Galladay situation. No disrespect. Even though Mike Williams has had more than one year, you know, it just gives me that type of vibe. Like we would get Mike Williams, and then it would just be like, okay, what, what do we spend fifty million dollars on this dude for? I just want to talk think about something. I think he'll stay. I mean. My bad. Uh, before we, before we move on, I mean, he had eleven hundred receiving yards and nine touchdowns. That's what I missed in the game or two, I believe. But I say he, he st- statistically had a better season than Keenan Allen. I mean, he didn't get as many catches, but he had a great season. So where not, where do you guys think Allen Robinson finished? I don't want to know. Ninety-seven. Uh, not on the board. Ninety-eight. You know who I think I'm done with him. Him and Galladay, they're done. Freddie Swain. No, 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 no. Freddie Swain, Deshaun Jackson, 
DeAndre Carter, Jalen Guyton, uh, Quez Watkins. You're done. <laughs> and you are my round three pick, Allen. You're done. Hold by. He's not done. Okay, I'm going to ask you honestly. Give me a destination. <laughs> Green Bay. Yeah. Without Aaron Rodgers? They have Aaron Rodgers and they still have Devontae. They have the whole game. <sighs> I mean, is he is he going to be any better? Because I'm not about to sit here. No, no, no. Is he going to be any better than a Randall Cobb? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you playing Alan Lazard? I mean, he's no? going to get okay. hurt. Okay, then that should answer he'll your get, question. He'll, he'll get hurt, too, like he always does. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're not playing Lazard, then you're not playing Robinson. Anybody knows what's good for him. We're not going to act like this is – what's his name? We're not going to act like this is an A.J. Green situation. Like, let, let's not act like he was trash. It might, it might be, though. It might be A.J. When Green. did it become that? You were just going to draft him. <laughs> this year. This year. Hold up. This is my thing. This year. Hold up. But this is my thing. It's like a Julio Jones situation. But at, at no point in the A.J. Green saga – the last year before you said you were done with him, were you drafting him around three? You had already given up on that. You were drafting him around eight. You had already given up. I feel on that. okay. Don't yeah, tell I'm me sure somebody <laughs> less than three hundred days ago. You just all of a sudden. Okay, it's not the long. same as AJ Green, but if he does this one more time, well, it might be one bad. He has one bad year. And he's done. Like one bad year, and he's done. So is Galladay done to you? He had one bad year. He only had one good year. That's the problem. <laughs> That's, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Allen Robinson has multiple great years with terrible quarterbacks. The one time he has a bad year, now now everybody doesn't want to draft him. Okay, listen. I don't know, bro. If he goes to the right situation, I'll be more considering. I'll say that. Like, if he goes to the right situation. Now, I can't tell you what that is at the exact second, but y'all telling me there is no destination where y'all would be intrigued to have a man on your team. Not one in the league. He could be on my team. He, like, back, back in okay. picks. In my opinion, at worst, he'll bounce back to a flex play. That should be. So that's where I'm at with him. Okay. I don't think that's too much to ask for, assuming he's not with the Bears. <laughs> but I would like to see him be a flex again or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so now we're gonna go ahead and uh sorry tight ends. We will not touch on you today. Um take let's this just, as you let's just stay it. on his head. Let's just stay on his head. Alan Robinson, you're a fold. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Because I guess Robinson I gotta see You drafted him in the third round. He folded on you. He wasn't on your team. <laughs> you drafted him. He wasn't even on your team at the end of the season. <laughs> hey, you know so, what the funny part about the Alan Robinson thing is? He never got hurt. So it's like you kept him on your team the whole <laughs> like through like week twelve. <laughs> it's just, you never got you anything. Bad. I remember I was talking. Just know, you, just know, you drafted Robinson over a lot of guys. It doesn't matter though; you won. Yeah. So listen, 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 listen. But I won't do it twice. You get sometimes because you're, you're a like, scammer. I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm not a scammer. What do they call it? Um, I'm not I discover, sure. discover. I discover. I just discover things. But listen, all I'm saying is, you know, let's 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 chill out a little bit on my man's. Okay, like. It, it just wasn't his year, okay? We had a bad year. We're going to regroup, and we're coming back. That's all. Enough. That's all we're going to say because we already talked about yeah. him a lot. And that's going to be Joe's flex next year, apparently. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking Allen Robinson to every bench I have next year just for y'all. One this spot, just reserved for Allen Robinson. Listen, y'all don't have to like it. But I better not hear a single person in here hyping, hyping this man up at, at no point during this offseason. Nobody. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with your pick. Since you want to talk about Allen Robinson. Yeah, go ahead. Who, who me? Yes. 
My guy, I mean, this one, this one hurt close to home because this is a guy who I actually spent a. Is either my first? No, I think he's my second round pick. Right, I mean, right, right back. Hard, you know, he fell. <laughs> Reach for you know, what I'm saying? I, I that was a solid play for him. We were we were pretty confident in him going into the season. He was dealing with a little bit of an injury, but. You know, he had a history of being one of the better running backs in the league, but I would say Quan Barkley, uh, running back in New York Giants. And, yeah, didn't work out. Uh, I, I tested the experiment, and it failed. Um, RB 33 and half-point PPR. Never really knew when to play him on any given week. Never really gave you anything. I think he gave you, like, maybe two solid weeks the whole season. But, like, besides that, it was, like, below 10 points every week. Um oh. The Giants sucked. Literally the worst, worst offense in the league, the Giants. Um, what do you do with Saquon next year? Do you not even touch it? Do you is he is he a flex? Is he a, a bench guy? Is he a RB two? What is he? I think it depends. They're getting a new head coach, so I don't know it doesn't make a big like a it, we'll see. I can't. It's too early to say. I'll say. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to. I say mean, er, early prediction though. Say nothing. Just know early what you know now. Assuming, assuming not much changes with the new coach either. Like the actual Flex, problem probably. with the line, or let me just take it. The fact that he's going to be a New York Giant again. Okay, but the Giants are going to have to be a little better. I mean, they could. I, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> okay. I agree. They can't be worse. I'll, I'll say that. I guess. I mean, but like. Okay, let's talk about when they did have Galladay and Barkley and Daniel Jones. They still look like shit. Not not this shit. Somebody <laughs> still look like they didn't look any Honestly, better. This podcast is this going to just be an explicit podcast. I just mark it as explicit. Listen, all I'm saying is they weren't doing any better with them. Unless Daniel Jones turns into Jalen Hurts all of a sudden, I don't know what they are. And the injury, the injury aspect of Saquon, we can't forget about that. This is like two years, three years in a row, or I, I don't know, however many years. And that's going to keep happening when he doesn't have anybody blocking for him. Yeah, His ankle is, yeah. So now we're going to get into our early top five each position um, for next season. We're not going to sit here and talk an hour and think about it. We're just going to, I guess, touch on some of these guys are self-explanatory. So, um, Tilly, you can go ahead. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's already in order for you. We'll just start at quarterback. Um I got Josh Allen again at one. I've got Kyler rebounding at two. Uh, Mahomes at three. Tom at four. Now I think Jalen Hurts at five. Um, you know, I I think that if we saw him at what was he nine this year? Uh, and he didn't play. He didn't play in two games. I think that five is with his rushing upside is. A hundred percent doable. Um, you know, I know I don't have Herbert in there, uh, but Herbert's probably yeah. right there at six or five, I think for me right now. Um, but why is Herbert? So, why is Herbert not in there? I mean, because I think that Josh Allen will finish one again. I, Kyler only played in thirteen games, and I think that yeah. next well. year he'll be better. Mahomes had a down year. And I'm done disrespecting 
Mr. 45 year old quarterback. <laughs> and Jalen Hurts' rushing upside is better than Herbert's. Now, like I said, I Herbert's definitely top six or seven just right now for me. That's where I think I'd have them. But, uh, um, yeah, you, only problem I have with it is Herbert's not on there. I mean, it's not like anything to harp on, but that's just that's the one replacement I would make with Jalen Hurts. Um, but I do agree for a quick second. Hopefully, the Eagles receiving like it can't get any worse, right? Like, I'm assuming it can't get any worse, so hopefully, it gets better. Um, but yeah, Brandon, who are your top five quarterbacks? All right, mine, uh, mine starts with Josh Allen, so similar to Tilly. Uh, then my number two is Herbert. Number three, Tom Brady. Number four, Mahomes. And number five, I put Kyler, but I was split between him and Hurts. Um, so, of course, I, the main difference I'm seeing so far, uh, I did have Herbert number two. Um, right now, he, I mean, he, I think he's number, what is he, three wow. this year? He's number two. He was number, number two this season? Uh, I mean, I'm just – I follow him a lot this this past season because I had uh, um, Keenan Allen on my team, and I just I just see Justin Herbert making some incredible throws. Stuff I'm seeing from Mahomes, kind of stuff I'm seeing from Aaron Rodgers. Those type of like on the run, like sidearm throwing forty five yard bombs, like it, it's kind of crazy. And it seems like the Chargers have just like embraced that. So I feel like that's where I have those like high expectations from uh, Justin Herbert going into next season. I mean, of course, Tom, like as long as Chris Godwin comes back healthy and they have the game back together, I think what he's doing this season is pretty repeatable. And then the reason I guess I probably put Kyler a little lower is just because I think like they actually found something in James Conner for Arizona. Um, so maybe I think you saw that take a little bit away from his goal line rushing touchdown insane numbers that we saw in the past few years. So I, that's the only reason I don't have him in the top three where I would usually have him. So I don't know. We'll see. No, I agree with the, uh, that was going to be one of my points of why. Um, I think it's a real chance Kyler could not be top five. Like it's because, it's, or at least it feels like this is the most confident they've been in a running back when they get like at the three-yard line. It feels like Collar doesn't feel as dependent. And I know he's tired of getting hurt now. I know, I know he just has to be because the last two years, I'm not saying he's getting hurt because he's running, but, like, it's not helping him. I'm just, I'm just going to say that. So, yeah. I don't know. You know, same thing for Lamar a little bit. Like, I know I don't have him on top five, but, you know, at some point you have to question a little bit, like, you know, should I run a little less? I mean, it has to pop into your head at some point. But – I didn't know we were doing a order, so but I'll just give you all my order then out of my five. Um, Pat Mahomes coming back to take the throne, so I have Pat Mahomes at one. Okay. I have Josh Allen at two. I have Tom Brady at three. No, actually, I have Herbert at three, Kyler at four, and Tom Brady at five. Yeah, I mean it's pretty consensus with our yeah yeah. I think I think it's just your choice if you want to flop out Herbert or Hurts. I think yeah. it's pretty much the only thing you could kind of discuss with your own. So um, I'll keep it going since I'm at the bottom. We're gonna go. We'll do reverse. Um, now this is where it got a little interesting because I was looking at both of y'all lists. <clears throat> um, so my top five running backs, no order than for this one: uh, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, CMC. 
and I was having trouble with my fifth one. I, I couldn't decide. It Throw was, a name out there. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think me and Brandon List is. I think the exact same, but yeah. Tilly's is where we differ. But I definitely um, have a question for you when Tilly comes back around. Um, yeah. yeah, you guys' list is the exact same. I don't know if you have anything else to say about it. All right, you. mine in order. Y'all might hate, but Derrick Henry, number one. Um, Jonathan Taylor, two. Eckler, three. CMC, four. If Melvin Gordon signs somewhere else, write it down. Put it on the wall. Somebody record. Somebody please, please <laughs> get this. If Melvin Gordon signs somewhere else and they don't sign a veteran running back, Javante Williams will be a top five. I think minimum top eight running back. Randy, clip it. Yeah, I mean it's doable, so I'm not even gonna hate on it. But yeah, that you, is well, well, hold on. Why are you hating on it? He had thirty I'm point not games it. with. I'm not. He had thirty point games with Melvin Gordon in there too. And you're it's, telling me that he can't it's, produce. I'm, I'm not here to be split, some Javante Williams. You split, you split about 15 points every single game between two running backs, and you're telling me that you don't think that if they didn't bring in another guy that he's not going to produce 20-plus almost week in and week out besides against really good run defenses? I don't, I don't think – Not only that, I don't, I don't, he took a screen pass 78 yards for, to the house. Nothing you're asking for is unrealistic. My problem is – What's different than Jonathan Taylor last year – in the season, then yeah, this is if Melvin Gordon doesn't sign. It, it's similar. It's similar. Okay, hold up. And my question was the same thing I asked for Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to ask the same question for Javante Williams this offseason. What do you do if they actually get somebody who knows how to throw the football? Like, it just actually makes him even better. Quarterback. They it don't have to keep better. handing the ball off 26 they're, times. they're probably not going to. I mean, I mean, who, who, who are you saying they're going to get? Teddy's a free agent, so. They're gonna work okay, okay, okay. Teddy's a free agent. I'm just, I'm just weird. I mean, if they get anybody halfway decent, like I'm just saying, those receivers are too talented for them to keep running the ball 30 times a game. And I'm not saying it's not, it doesn't work. I'm not saying you can't do it. Like that's fine. But we're also depending on the fact that the Broncos defense is going to be just as good, if not better. Like, what if the Broncos defense is worse? I mean, the I think Broncos. he'll have a lot of if, – if he's the only running back, the touchdown upside was this was Look, like, my other thing is me. their offensive line was bad at the beginning of the season. Like, they were noticeably yeah. bad. Commentators even mentioned it. And towards the end of the season, they picked it up. I mean, I'm just telling you that a guy doesn't have 29 fantasy – or I think it was over 30. I don't even remember right mm-hmm. now off the top of my head. Over 30 fantasy points. And that's not a fluke if you're – he's a rookie. No, I'll say I think I'll have him ranked similar to J- what I did for JT last year. I believe I could be wrong. I think I had JT at seven in my personal rankings. If Javante's alone, would you rather have him or Zeke? I would probably, I'll have Javante. Yeah. Would you take him or Chubb? If Javante's alone? Yeah. I'd probably take Javante. What about Dalvin? Okay, that's that- – <laughs> I'd take Dalvin, I think. Okay, this is a real question. Yeah. You're still going to take him over Mixon? Who, Javante? I, I like Mixon. Yes, I think I like real, Mixon. I mean, like, because Mixon's not your top five, so you're taking him over Mixon? I mean, I would if he's alone. Uh, Look, that's, I, I mean, it's, it's doable. I'm just going to say the one season Mixon finally stayed healthy and did what we asked, he finished top three. 
Listen, and that, okay, granted, that is accounted to CMC being hurt and Derrick Henry being hurt. I get it. Like, but I think the Bengals would be even better next year. So I think that's why I have Mixon so high. Like, I think the Bengals are just going to be really good. And he. Gets we don't think the Broncos will be better if they get a good, a, like Joe said, a competent quarterback. They no, nah, they they will. No, like I, I agree. New, I agree they're going to have a new take. owner, a new coach. Yeah. I think they could. I, th- I definitely think he could, like, in the perfect situation, Javante Williams could reach the top five. If fire me up, yeah, please. Before he does what he do, what he does to me every year, I'm talking about Tilly. Before he does what he does to me every year, I am not hating on Javante Williams before he starts this because he's going to say all all season I'm hating on him. I am not hating on him. I just I, I think can we if he's alone. I 100% agree with you. He has top five upside. We could be on the agreement on that. But I'm standing firm. He will not be top five even if he's alone. That's just my belief. I don't. I think he'll be top ten. I just don't think he'll be top five. Like, I don't know. Like, there are a bunch of borderline guys, you know, that I feel like, you know, are in the same area as him, like Mixon. And we all just can't act like we don't want to say it out loud, but we all know Kamara still has the ability to be top five, right? Like, do you know what Javante finished in, in half PPR? Splitting I carries. T- I took a guess. 18? 17. 17. Splitting carries. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you did wrong. I Look, you can – Melvin Gordon had 165 fantasy points. If they bring in another running back, I will gladly give Javante – I'll be generous, half of that, 90 more. 90 more, and he's RB3 this year. I'm just saying. No, 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 yes, yes. But it goes back to the situation, like the question you asked me. Have we been spoiled years before with running backs? Will we get back to that next year? Even if you got back to it. If we got back to that, that would not be enough for top five. This might be the worst top five. 266, 266 last year, that would be – RB4, RB3. Two or three games and finish top five. Like, this might, with all due respect, this might be the worst top five finish ever. I don't like, I, like in the last 10 years that I've seen, this might be the worst it's top fine. five. It's we'll, fine. We'll agree to disagree. We'll see what happens. Um, but I'm going to go ahead. Top five wide receivers. Probably going to get, probably going to try and get on me again here. Go ahead. Fire me up. My number one wide receiver. <laughs> no, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> You can't do that to our favorite player. Everybody in here's favorite player. You know who I'm talking about in that list. Don't put that pressure on him. Say it, Tilly. Say it. Justin Jefferson. No, the last guy. Say the whole say the whole five. I got Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Here we go. And here we go. I just want to know. Bye. This is oh, I'm getting fried for this, Deonta. You're not getting fried because I love wide I receiver love eight. Wide receiver eight with noodle arm, big man at quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> listen, and I love Deontay. So Deontay, if you're listening, please don't take this the wrong way. I think he's better with that noodle arm. <laughs> <laughs> I truly think the next quarterback will be worse for him. Oh, that, that's my honest opinion. That would be like, bad. It's nothing against that. I just think Big Ben he can't you can't rely on Deontay more than Big Ben did. Yeah. He's you not gonna get any more volume him, than you what can he find saw. him open down the field a lot more though. 
Yes, I agree with that. But do you think all of that was just Big Ben over some of that play calling? I've seen Big Ben throw some balls, but uh, oh, do you uh, think play calling Matt, was that Matt Gamp could have thrown the ball to him? Uh, <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not gonna get on my boy Matt, but shout out to Matt. Listen, all I'm saying is that noodle arm is what makes Deontay special in PPR. Because, like, I know I'm guaranteed at least seven, eight catches, even if they're only five yards a pop. It's a, it's a target, too. Like, he, he overly targets Deontay Johnson, too. So, so I don't know. Healthy. What if the new quarterback, yeah. like Claypool Moore? Yeah. That can be a realistic That's the only issue. That can be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just – I'm just saying, I think if he finished eight this year, then he definitely – I'm being bold with these. Not, so, why why Tyreek over Devontae? I like, though, let's make it spicy. Because I don't know – I don't know who the quarterback is going to okay. be for Devonta. For the sake That's of our Mike, combo, Mike for the sake of our combo, how you did me with Javante Williams, let's say he is the quarterback. Oh, then he's back up to probably one for me. Okay. I like I like the list. Um, I, I like it too. I'm not mad at Deontay. I think if anything, the, the fruit the fruit is ripening, as they like to say. It's, it's, it's there for the – I mean, he made a crazy jump from this year to last year to this year. So why can't he do it again? The problem just is, you know, this might sound dumb, but, like, would he really be better if y'all did have Aaron Rodgers? Like, I know the easy answer would be yes. Like, I know that's the easy answer. But I think he, so. like If it's Rodgers, yes. But, like. I'm saying statistically, because that's all fantasy is. Can he statistically get that much better? I don't know. But all I know is if we do get somebody with more rushing outside the quarterback position, it does hurt Deontay. I would say that. Like, we get Tyrod Taylor back there at quarterback. Oh, God. Or something like that. But anyway, so, I mean, for my, my my list doesn't really change much. Top three, Adams, Cup, Jefferson. I had Tyreek at four, but I guess the only guy I had different was Jamar Chase. I mean, I just feel a little bit more confident with him, I guess, with the, with more upside than Deontay just going into next year. But, yeah, pretty similar list. But for an order's sake for y'all, I have Devontae Adams, one, Cooper Cup, two, Justin Jefferson, three. I have Debo, four. Respect. And mine is interchangeable between Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase for five. I, I just have a question. Yes. We can, we can get out of here after. But we're, I'm assuming Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback next year. Yes. Does, does his – Oh, does that affect what I think? Yeah. It should. If you're saying that – like I know Buett said if Tyrod Taylor's back there and can run. Oh, okay. I get Deontay. you. It should affect a. It should affect his carries because he gets carries, and b. A lot more designed quarterback. So I expect Debo's carries to be more similar to his rookie year, like more so like two or three a game. So I don't feel as dependent on that. I because it was basically he played running back last year, so it's not like it's not like he's gonna be looking forward to eleven carries every game anymore. Like I feel like he'll carry the ball three times, but I mean again. 1,400 receiving yards is ridiculous. That's not just like an easy stat to do either. Yeah. He had just as many receiving yards as Jamar Chase. That's all I'm saying. So, it, it, you think it, he'll repeat yeah. that? Well, not repeat it because that's insane. But, like, do you think he can get like 1,200 next year? Yes. I, w- I would actually be surprised if he didn't have 12. Yeah. Not even that's with true. Trey Lance running. But my thing is, like, you know for a fact. Even if you can't say it's going to be eight like it was this or six like it was this year or eight, you're going to get at least three rushing touchdowns from Debo. You can lock it in. 
you're at least going to get about three of them. Yeah. So if he could just get you six or seven receiving touches, he's a walking 10 piece with almost 1,500 yards of offense. What round is he? I mean, to ask that for y'all, uh, for me. He, if he's in your top five, you're saying he's like round two type of round three. probably will have to take him. But Early I, round three. If I think he should go where he's – I'm just saying where I think he'll finish. I'm what do you think his ADP is, though? I'm not saying where you would take him, but, like, what do you think, like, the I average, right now, average, average fantasy player is going to be three. 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 Yeah. Back two, Third round three. You think people would draft digs over him? Probably. You, you can answer that question and head out. I think we people will. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think he'd be better than Diggs. But um, we know this episode's a little longer than normal, but uh, like we said, we haven't, you know, um, been together in a while, you know, uh, to produce some content for you guys. But um, starting this offseason, since our first full offseason, we – maybe that's something we could talk about as a group, you know, and we'll talk about that uh, off – off mic about, you know, maybe sometimes recording more than once a week, but we definitely will be recording once a week. And, you know, maybe, you know, a little five to 10 minutes, something here and there, you know, whatever, just a little something. But um, appreciate y'all support as always. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at podcast EGS. Um, as I always say, tell your friends, family. Um, like I said, you never know who'd be interested. It could be the guy right next to you in class. So uh, appreciate y'all as always. And we'll see y'all next time.